So, what's next? That's a question that could go in many different directions. Yes, it is. But this question comes from a question, another question that was shared with us. Yeah, one of our loyal listeners uh, sent us an email just talking about the show. They've been enjoying it, but they had a question that keeps coming up as they're listening to some of these episodes. They have a question that's been nagging them and they sent it in to us. Uh, Steve, tell us more about this question, the email we got. So I'm going to, I'm going to say the question. It, by the way, I've been fascinated about this and mm -hmm. had so many different thoughts yeah. rolling through my head since we received it. And I'm going to say the question without, I'm going to paraphrase it without losing any context. So th the question is, how do I prepare and manage through the, the transition out of or to a different level of an activity that has been a huge part of my daughter's life? Yep. That's a good question, ma'am. So many parents get to that point. You get to that point where it's like they've worked hard, you've put all this time, energy, effort, you get to that end of high school journey, and it's like, what do we do now? What's the next step? And, and I think that's, that's what we're, we wanna get into. It is, I mean, sometimes it's like, what do we do tomorrow? I mean, I was talking with a young athlete last week, the season ended, and mm -hmm. it's, uh, it, it's such an abrupt ending. And mm -hmm. as coaches, we, we know this, and players, that you play your last game. <laughs> it's almost like you or, run into a brick wall, isn't it? Yeah. It's like you, you're just going, you're grinding, you get through the, the tough, the preseason, you go through the grind of region and district play, and you get into the state tournament, and then all of a sudden, boom. And for most people, it ends on a loss. Sometimes it ends on a win, whether that's a state championship or some other random occurrence. But that end can be so abrupt. And then it's like, Shoot, no what practice do we do now? Tomorrow. Yeah, no practice tomorrow. What do I what do I do after school? Yeah. yeah it's, it's easy to get lost in that void. Yeah. No more play practice. No, no more Yep, the play's done. We stroked the set. We got it down and now what? Yeah. Now what? So now what? So well, <laughs> yeah, I think we need now's where we need some more context because we're gonna attack this specific situation. Huh? And I think for all of our listeners, if you're a parent of a teen athlete or performer. This is, this is gonna be very helpful. And uh, for those of you that, especially like right now, uh, we're gonna publish this episode fairly soon and we're in the month of November and you, that the end of this school year, the end of seasons is coming soon. Yeah, fall, I mean, fall sports are done. Fall is done, we're starting the winter seasons and then uh, you'll have the spring and before you know it, there'll be, you'll be ordering cap and gown and. Mm and thinking about uh, what's next, your question. Yeah. So what's next? So I'm gonna, I'll, I'll describe the situation and then you uh, start blessing us with your <laughs> wonderful thoughts. <laughs> I don't know if I go so far as blessing, but well, I think yes, this I love it. it. I think Let's this roll. episode, I think we're gonna be all over the place because A there's bit. uh Well, that's where your emotions are in this situation. Your emotions are all over the place, so it fits. I love it. Perfect, okay, so. I'm going to, I'm going to read this word for word because okay. I think this is just a great des description. Yes. I have a high performance dancer. My daughter has been dancing since she was three, competitive dance since about sixth grade. She is a senior in high school and it will be interesting to see if she continues with dance at the collegiate and or professional level. 
I see so many student athletes that get to their senior year and play their last game. It can be very emotional for them and their parents. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yep, lots of emotions. So I'm wondering what's next. Where are you going to go with this? Well, preparation's everything. We've talked so much about communication and communication, keeping those lines open, having healthy conversations, healthy communication with your kids can be really valuable for helping them and for yourselves processing the emotions as, as leading up to this. Like, like this uh, listener said in the email, they're talking about, you know, how do they, how do they get, it could be a very emotional time. Parents, you're feeling all the emotions, like you're watching your kids grow up. That's your baby, whether it's your first one, your last one, or, or some in the middle, that's your baby and you have such a close bond with them. So you're gonna be going through emotions, realizing that they're moving fully into their adulthood. And those, those emotions can be really challenging. So just acknowledging those, having, having somebody that you can share those with, you know, a coach, but you know, even better, just your spouse. Who are, you, who are you connecting with and sharing those emotions as you're going through the journey? And it, it, that will help you process emotionally. Then having open communication with your teens, that can help them. And being the coach helps so much. If you can deal with your emotions, you step away. Now you can help them handle their emotions by asking them great questions. Do a QOC with them. Sit down and have one of those conversations where you're asking them how... What's been your favorite memory? What's been your most confident moments? What are you most proud of throughout your journey? Just asking them some of those core questions that help you really validate your kids and their journey. And so taking that approach, an important part of communication there. And for those listeners, if you're, if you're here for the first time or if you've forgotten what a QOC is, uh, we encourage you to, to go listen to episodes 14 and 15 where we really mm-hmm. focus on communication. And in episode 15, we talk about the QOC tool, which is the question-only conversation. And this certainly would be a great time, Nate, to have a question-only conversation, which now leads me to, uh, well, I have multiple things going through my head on uh-huh. this. Uh, but one is uh, the timeline on this. So yeah. let's, let's go ahead and attack this specific situation. Uh, dancing, is, as far as I know, and this is, uh, I'm not up on the particular you're not a day you're not one of those dance dads or cheer dads that's no out doing the- <laughs> i'm not i have not dusted glitter off of my shoulders <laughs> as i've left the arena and but i've been to plenty plenty of rock concerts yeah. so i mean loud music for sure yep but if i'm assuming if it's if it's the same as where we live that uh dance is something that happens throughout the year mm-hmm. there's um you have fall stuff, there's, you know, often holiday concerts, and then you have, you know, different reviews in spring. So I'm assuming she's dancing yep. for the rest of the school year. Probably a good bet. So my, my question is, when we're looking at the, a timeline here, is this a conversation that needs to happen now? If we're thinking about college, I honestly, I don't know how good she is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she is if there has been college opportunities already presented to her? It sounds like there is. Like that's definitely something that's in the conversation in this particular situation. And for every situation is going to be a little bit different. And I think as a parent, one of the greatest things to ask yourself is what does the situation require of me? Wow, that's a good one. I, I love that question for just getting in there and saying, what does this particular situation we're in require of me? And so in this situation, I think that's one thing I would coach this parent on is 
What does this situation require of you? Do you need to make this decision right now? Are there college recruiters involved? Is that an option? Scholarship deadlines are coming up. Application deadlines are coming up. What do you need to, to be doing right now? If that's not part of the picture, if that's the situation, how can you make this the most enjoyable next three, four, five months uh, possible? What can you do to help? And asking your kids, what can you do to really savor this moment? What's one thing you could do this week to really you know, celebrate a teammate or just enjoy the successes that you've had? How can you live in the moment? We, we talk a lot about that. And this is an important time to live in the moment, no matter where you're going, because it's the end of your senior year. You want to get a lot out of it. Yeah, I like that. I like the I, I like the preparation aspect of yeah. it because there's already, as we already know, with with teenage athletes and performers, there's already stress involved. Oh yeah. There's already pressure involved, and they're out there under the lights. They're out there in front of their peers, other people. So there's enough stress already. So finding out deadlines, yeah, um, information on possible scholarships, talking to talking to college coaches, talking to her coach, her dance coach, her advisors, and really trying to be prepared so that you don't have what I call deadline stress. <laughs> that's uh, yep. That can be it can sometimes be positive. Oh, it can I mean, work I, for your good. I pulled off some miracles in oh, my boy. Uh, scholastic career. Oh boy. You know, with deadline <laughs> deadline stress. But yes, being being prepared and and asking yourself what you know what is required of me yeah. right now what do i need to know who do we need to talk to just making sure you're doing things at the right time and that can actually as a parent i think that's one of the ways we can equip our kids in a situation like this is allowing them to live in the moment and we can kind of help you know negotiate some of these things and just help remind them help them stay on path not not necessarily getting in plowing the road and being a snowplow parent or anything like that but just helping them manage the amount of information and things that they have to do while empowering them to enjoy their situation. I think that goes back to what we we like to really encourage, which is to be a support, support. and to be a yeah. guide, to be, to be a guide. And uh, they know that they can count on us as parents to, to help and support them. I've and got to, I, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, along those lines of support, I think it's putting together a support team too realizing maybe as a parent you don't have all the answers for what to do in this situation and so connecting with people that that maybe do maybe other people that have been through the process of of getting recruited for that per particular performance or activity uh, maybe it's reaching out and you know connecting with people to understand that and finding those people but putting your team together to support your kid through the process outstanding i've i've got a question and that is this is something that i like to ask parents when they start talking scholarships or start talking playing beyond uh, beyond high school, and that is, does your and in this case, I would just ask, does your daughter want to yeah. dance in college? Uh, Probably the she, most important question in this. Yeah, if, does if she want to do that? Level. Is this something that she loves? And it really goes back to a, what I I just think is a really can be a really tough question for us as parents, mm -hmm. and that is, is this about is this about her or is this about you? Yeah. And I have, I have no doubts that um, our listener that sent this question is a terrific dance dad. Yep. In fact, I'm wondering how many t-shirts he has that, says, <laughs> that uh, says dance dad on it. But 
It, it really is an important question. It is. So, I mean, why is it so important? What? Well, at the end of the day, who's, whose life is it? it, it it's, it's our kids, and we want so bad to see them. Like, I, my son ended up playing college golf, and many times I wonder if he, if he did it because he loved it or if he did it for me. Because I, one of the things I learned through our journey is I, I could have communicated a lot better in, in getting, allowing him to make some of those decisions and really encouraging him. And at the end of the day, I th- he wanted to. And so I'm, I'm comfortable with that, but making sure that the kid feels like the one that is calling the shots, that that's something they really want to do. Because at that level, they better own their journey because, you know, that, that's a whole nother level of ball. Whatever sport, whatever activity you're at, when you're playing at the college level, it's a whole nother level of ball. And if your son or daughter goes into that with that sense of ownership that they made that decision and they're there because they want to be, that's really going to help set them up for success at that next level. So empowering them, asking them the questions and really stepping back as a parent and making sure this is what they want. It's not what I want for them. It might be great, it'd be fun to have your kid at that level, but is that really what they want? Sure. I think this is also a great time to, when you're having these these conversations and this open line of communication. By the way, I think we'd probably both agree that if there is not a good baseline of communication here, that this, this really could go haywire. Well, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of assumptions are made. So I'm assuming that the communication is the the skills are there and the there's really good intention there. And so I think about how big we are on creating a definition of success. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to match, you know, parent to parent to teen. But there really needs to be a great understanding between one another. So in this case looking at your daughter as this this dancer, what is her definition of success as far as uh, looking, looking at herself as a dancer, as a high school dancer? And does she wanna be a college dancer? Mm-hmm. And let's say that she is wholeheartedly, yes, I would love to do this. What is her definition of success going into that? Yeah, yeah helping them, because we can have our definition of success, but if it doesn't match the kids, and in this situation, you have to put their, their definition of success has to be more important than yours as a parent. Because, you know, it, yeah, if I, as we all know how that works when we force our kids. I think we've both probably done that, has pushed our kids towards some conceptualization of success that we have, but it's not theirs. And, you know, you're forcing them to do stuff. It creates strain in the relationships and that can be a challenge. So having them, them create their definition of success and then stepping back as a parent saying, okay, how can I best help them? to go after their definition of success. Where does expectations come into this and and maybe more realistic expectations? What do you mean by realistic expectations? Moving to another level. Mm -hmm. So you're at this point where high school is ending and we often, we hear this a lot from parents. Well, I don't know if he's going to go play in college. I don't know if she's Mm -hmm. gonna go play in college. And you hear it from a lot of people when it's a really small percentage that it's actually do get percentage. the opportunity to, to go. And once again, not knowing how sure of a thing this is, mm-hmm. if there's been scholarships offered, if there's opportunities already been presented, we don't have all those details. But how do you, 
How do you, let's, let's take a borderline student. I mean, it's one thing if a student is being recruited by right. multiple colleges. And I mean, in sports, this maybe is easier to determine mm-hmm. than, you know, in the, in the performing arts. But scholarships have already been offered uh, Years look, in advance too. You, you, yeah, you, you get look at recruiting. you look at stats. Class of twenty six, twenty seven already. Like, getting you stuff. can see this certain player and say, yeah, she is. She really is that good. She's one yep. of the best players in the state. She's already had these offers, and so it's a uh, it's almost a sure thing that if she wants to play in college, she'll get the opportunity. But what if you had a what if you have an athlete that is borderline or maybe a walk on or preferred walk on athlete and what really no- matters to them if if the kid wants an opportunity to play they may have to go to a different part of the country to find an opportunity and it's supporting them in that opportunity but if their definition of success is they're going to go play at that next level and they need to go to some small school in Maryland or North Carolina or Missouri maybe it's supporting them in that and you'll off, sometimes you see people be very successful like that. If you can if empower the kid, give them the opportunity, and that's what they really want to chase. If they want to go to a small school in Delaware, great, do it. And they could find success there. And that's really what it's about is just giving them, giving them the opportunity and the platform to just jump off and explore. And if they want to do it and they want to take some risks, support them in it. And then no matter what happens, be there for them. Those are some really good things to think about, Nate. Thank you. I am wondering if you have a, any other questions as we wrap this up. Hmm. I, I think going back to something I mentioned earlier is what are you doing as a parent to manage your emotions well? You're, you can't really go wrong if you're taking good care of yourself and if you're managing the emotions you're experiencing as they're coming to the end working with your spouse, working with a coach, working with a counselor, whatever you need to do, manage your emotions. It's going to go better for you and for your kid if you're doing that. I love that. I think, and I think celebration. Yeah. I think that is. That manages emotions very well. Yeah. Thinking, thinking about this, this incredible journey, watching, you know, in this case, watching her from age three yeah. to, you know, now 15 17, years, 18 years old. What a, what a fun ride. Yep. So Steve, what are some questions that you would have for, for our listeners? Well, I think they're basically repeats of ones that we're, we've already Sprinkled asked throughout the- It's a great way to wrap it up. Is this about me yeah. or is this about her? Do we need to have this conversation now? Is this something that's better done now or, is, or do we wait till the end of the season? Yeah. Do we wait till a different time of the year? And I think this is where having conversations with coaches and with with your spouse or with people that have been down the road. You have a friend that has somebody that's been through this. Yeah. Very really valuable resource. Yeah, very valuable. Another one would be, um, how do I keep her needs and wants paramount? Yeah. I mean, it, am, I, am, I serving, am I serving her? Great question. And uh, I don't know if I have any others other than that. Oh, those are some good ones. Enjoy the, enjoy the journey. Really, especially there at the end. The, the celebration thing that, that you mentioned, so key. Just, you know, really just, oh, gosh, enjoy it. And that really sets the table for, okay, what's next now? And then you start looking forward after you celebrate. We hope we covered this important and fascinating subject thoroughly. And we encourage you as our 
fantastic loyal listeners to share more questions with us. If you have a situation with your teen athlete or performer and you want us to discuss it on the show, send it to us at createtransformbecome, all one word, at gmail.com. Or you can converse with us on Facebook and or Instagram at createtransformbecome. And uh, if you love this episode, if you have a parent friend who has a teen athlete or performer, we ask you, we beg of you, we plead of you. Actually, we don't. But we encourage you to share that with a friend, share this episode with a friend, share the podcast with a friend, and we will see you on the next episode. On behalf of Steve Galley, I'm Nate Crandall, and we thank you, our loyal listeners, for tuning in to this episode. If you love what you're learning from the Stop Parenting and Start Coaching podcast, we would appreciate it very much if you would leave us a five-star review and some glowing comments. We also encourage you to share this episode with your friends and family who are parents of athletes and performers. And if you want to explore further and see what Steve and I are creating to help thousands of parents, athletes, and performers, please visit our company's website at createtransformbecome.com. That's create, transform, become, all one word, dot com. There you'll find a growing number of resources to help you elevate your performance. Thank you again for your support, and we encourage you to create a magical relationship with your athlete and performer.